Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast, where we equip and encourage men to grow to be godly leaders in their families, churches, and communities. Thanks for listening. We are live. Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast, live from the land of milk and honey, Mannheim, PA. Born and bred to rip and shred. <laughs> it's Baron Nation for Man. those of you that don't know the Mannheim mascot is the Mannheim Central Barons. Born and raised. Baron Nation. My name is Steve Glick. I'll be your host today. I'm joined here with Garrett Barbush and Justin Watkins. What's up, boys? Hey. JW, the Silver Fox. Should we get into it again this year or this time with the Silver Fox? The Silver Fox. Yeah. The Silver Fox Buddha. Buddha from yeah. the other day. It's like a miniature Buddha covered he, with gray hair. He not only has the nickname, but he also has like the little hand motion that goes with it. I don't know if you've seen it. There it is. Look at that. Look at that. He like a like a sound effect. <laughs> do it. Do it again for the camera, though. <laughs> oh, Lord. Our, our radiance just went through the roof. Yes, they did. Especially <laughs> if they're watching and seeing Justin right now. <laughs> Episode 8 is brought to you by our good friends Walk in Love, a lifestyle blog and apparel shop. When you walk in love, you change the world. Go to walkinlove.com for the most comfortable t-shirts ever. I think it's Shop Walk in Love, isn't it? Well, they just actually changed it. It's, walk, really? it's just walkinlove.com. Now. Wow, look at yeah. that. They're not in the world. Not even telling me about it. Steve, you you're like in the know-how. All of you need to talk to your buddy TJ there. I thought I you guys know. were close. For crying out loud, TJ. <laughs> So this is actually part two of our 5F podcast. So we did part one. We talked about uh, faith and family. And so we're going to get into part two today. But we're going to start with what's trending. So actually, this we kind of stole this from TJ. So Oh, yeah. Thanks, Thanks TJ. TJ. Appreciate it. <laughs> so the first what's trending is Justin Bieber is engaged. I know J-Dub was excited to talk about this. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, this is big news. It's huge news. He goes to Hillsong, New York City, right? That's what I heard. Yeah. Hmm. What's the pastor's name? Lentz? Yeah. Yeah, that's his pastor. So stop judging him, will you? No. Well, the big thing, I was telling Steve, the big thing is he's still got a Selena Gomez tattoo Hmm. on his arm. Wow. That's a big deal. Well. Like, how do you get engaged and be like, yeah, let's, you know, let's get married. Oh, by the way, every time you look at my arm, (laughs) you're going to see my (laughs) ex-girlfriend. Uh, general rule of thumb for those that are single never ever get a woman's name tattooed no. that you have not committed your life to don't do no. it never that's smart yeah unless it's your mother <laughs> yeah maybe mom that's mom's okay it. but just mom yeah no selena yeah what no does selena. the does it does it say selena like no it's legit. like a picture I, I, I was googling it before we started this it's like her with angel wings Wow. So, yeah. That's not weird at all, Justin. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but he's still young. How old is Justin Bieber? No clue. 12. Uh, yeah, I don't even know, actually, he's, to be honest with you. He, pro- he probably got this Selena Gomez tattoo when he was yeah, like 12. Seven, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's enough Justin Bieber talk for one day. So trending topic number two is the World Cup Finals. On Sunday, we have France versus Croatia. Yeah, so I've got... Uh, yeah, I gotta admit something. So like, I've always busted on soccer in the past because of the flopping, and I'm just like, this is ridiculous. I, in fact, it was so bad I couldn't even watch it. Yeah. The people around me that were World Cup frenzy, you know, international soccer frenzy, I just could never get into it. I just could not. I'm like, that guy flopped on purpose. This is ridiculous. I can't watch this sport well, anymore. Neymar's been the worst this year. Yeah. Well, here's here's the deal. I just happened to be home yesterday. I was on dad duty yesterday while my wife was in New York City with her oldest daughter. And uh, my daughter was down for a nap. I had to make some phone calls, got a couple emails. I just happened to turn TV on and I came across the semifinal, Croatia and England. 
that was one of the more physical soccer games I've watched where there was very, very little flopping. And uh, I thoroughly enjoyed watching the game. Nice. Uh, and it was good. But. Well, actually, when I put this agenda together yesterday, I had France or England. So I had already counted Croatia yeah. out. That's what I thought. I saw that. I was like, hey, you just assume. Wow. <laughs> do you know what uh, assuming does, right? I do. Yeah, I okay. Think, yeah. So just I mean, if you sure. want to share, you can. This PG. I'm not going to go. It's PG-13. <laughs> so Croatia is the second smallest nation to ever make the World Cup finals. It is the size of West Virginia. Four million people is I what I is what wow. I googled. Is their population? I think it's something like that. Compared yeah. to France with sixty six million. I hope I am always for the underdog. Hey, I'm going Cinderella story. Going Croatia all the way. Croatia. I was cheering for him yesterday a little bit actually. I just I found myself cheering for him. They're physical. They're hard nosed. I can get behind that. I'm pumped, man. Who's watching? You watching on Sunday? Uh, I we'll see. Sure. He was holding it <laughs> like, I love Croatia. It's the best. <laughs> I'm not watching. Uh, who cares? All right. So Something Trendy, else is better. I'm just saying. There's probably golf on. He's yeah. he's going to watch golf. It's just a John Deere classic. I'm not really into it. So. Not into that? No. He'll be out on his John Deere mowing the lawn, won't you? No, I don't have a lawn. Yeah, you don't have a lawn. You're in Mannheim. Yeah. <laughs> Land of milk and honey. Just no, no lawn. No, gra- no grass. <laughs> just milk and honey. <laughs> All right, so this is a good one. This is our last trending topic for the day. An Instagram model gets bit. Uh, Instagram model. That's just the weirdest thing ever to start. I didn't but anyway, there were such things. But anyway, Instagram yeah. model gets bit by shark while trying to get a pretty beach picture. She shouldn't have been standing there. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was in the water. She was. She. All right. Again, I, I had to Google this before. I had no idea what this was, but she was like in the water with a bunch of like nurse sharks and she had heard that they don't bite and so she was like taking pictures actually weird thing with the story i think that hasn't been pointed out it was she was on vacation like with her boyfriend and this is her boyfriend's dad taking the pictures which i that to me is the weirdest thing like why would you swim with sharks and think they're not gonna bite you and then why would you have your boyfriend's dad i don't yeah that's weird it's a whole lot of weird it must be from west virginia (laughs) (laughs) sorry all right let's edit that out (laughs) so that has to like that epitomizes today's social media culture in my opinion yeah you know i is actually funny because we were down in ocean city new jersey just you know last week for the fourth and we're sitting there on the beach my you know eden and i with the kids and we're looking out and like there where the waves are breaking is this group of teenage girls and they're like posing for photos and like you can tell they're they're like posting them and like redoing them and shaking their hair out and i was just like wow this is really sad what i'm watching right now like, it's yep. really really sad but more of the story is don't stand in the water with <laughs> Should sharks shouldn't have been standing there yeah, shouldn't have been standing there simple as that <laughs> follow the happy gilmore's philosophy and shouldn't have been standing there yeah i agree so that's it. That's what we got for What's Trending. Um, G, you want to take us into part two of the five Fs? Yeah, yeah. So if you uh, had just listened to this for the first time, make sure you go back and listen to part one because uh, this will make a lot more sense today. But uh, part one was all about um, – started talking about the five F model that, that Men of Iron follows through Strong 27's mentoring ministry and the five Fs, faith, family, friends, fitness, finances. And I think we got through faith and family. Mm. Uh, kind of talking about the significance of those and, and kind right. of the things that, you know, we push as an organization, but also uh, maybe you're working on individually and kind of shared some stories there and some things that work for us. But so I thought today we'd, we'd start with friends and kind of talk about the significance of, 
you know, relationships in our lives as men, then we'll, you know, see where time takes us. But if we have to make this a three-part, maybe we will. But, um, you know, for for friends, from the Men of Iron standpoint, from the organizational ministry standpoint, it's it's really been about making sure that men understand the significance of, of relationships with other men in their lives, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's something that's always come pretty naturally to me. It's not – I don't know about you guys, but I've just – I've always looked around my life and I've just – I. I think I've taken it for granted, to be honest with you, of, of the amount of solid men that God has placed in my life, whether they're peers or older than me or even younger, um, just always been surrounded by really good dudes. And, and they're guys that have sharpened me and stretched me and challenged me and told me things I didn't want to hear when I needed to hear them the most. And, you know, so I think as, as, as far as men go, as far as that idea of friends, it's it's really, really important for us to give some significant thought to the, how we are going to intentionally live that out, you know, and how that ties into mentoring. We can talk about that. But I don't know about you guys, but, um, you know, the more that we go around and we do this ministry, uh, the more and more that we find and, and that men just aren't hanging out with other guys. It's just not happening right. um, because of the other things that we've got going on in our lives or whatever it might be. But uh, relationships are just not top priority to some people, and, and I think it needs to be. Yep. Yeah, I think about, you know, when I first got saved in 2009 and got connected with a church, like I just wanted to get plugged in, so I got, you know, I got involved in a men's Bible study, I uh, started volunteering at the church, got actually got involved in Men of Iron, so it was like a quick process of making sure I had men in my life, and I, I wasn't even really intentionally doing it at the time, but I look back and I was making sure I had men in my life who were going to, you know, help me through this new journey and hold me accountable and help me grow. And it was made a huge difference in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think sometimes it's, it's transition. You know, I remember we had such strong community when I was in college and then my wife and I got married and I moved out of New Jersey into Pennsylvania. I got saved from, you know, New Jersey life. And, <laughs> but like every, everyone kind of scattered from, from school. And so we, we both found ourselves like having a hard time finding like friends, like on the same level. And yeah, anytime you move, get married, change, I mean, like some of those transitions kind of mess up those friendships and you have to, I think you have to be intentional about, about finding them. And yeah. it takes time. It does, you know, and I think even kind of looking at this idea of, of friends in regards to your marriage and how you, you as a couple are, you know, making relationships a priority in your life. Um, and I didn't think this was that big of a deal. And I'm not sharing this like to my own horn, but it was just something that actually one of my mentors was like, man, that's a really good idea. I need to do that. Well, Eden and I, one time we just felt compelled to, to host a party for our friends. Uh, this was several years ago where we just honored everybody. So we did like awards where we gave each couple like a name or there was like a theme tied behind each couple, but it was really like had the events you know, catered and, you know, took time to make nice invitations and just took time to honor our friends and tell them how much we appreciate about them. But that was like part of our goal for the year was to host that event. So we put a lot of time and effort into it. You know, this past year we did a Passover celebration uh, where we invited, you know, all of the staff and stuff out and then our own friends and family. And it was just one of those things, man, where you make those relationships a priority by making it a big deal, you know, and it doesn't need to be that you need to pay for a caterer to come in. It can be as simple as like, Hey, I'm going to make an effort to tell my mentor that my goal is to call one friend a week and let him know how much he means to me. You know, it, it could be as simple as that. But the bottom line is, I think we need some accountability in that process of mm-hmm. making relationships a key component of our lives. Uh, because when everything else fails, man, obviously your relationship with God is the foundation. But you know, your relationship with other people is, is 
that's what you're gonna fall on. Yeah, it's huge. It takes intentionality for sure because it can. I mean, it's so easy to get caught up in, you know, being a husband and a father and losing those friendships. I mean, it, it can happen without you even really noticing. I, I think about just friendships I've developed going through the program, whether you know, with my mentor or with a protege that I mentored. And that year you go through it, I mean, you certainly develop a deep friendship. And then it's as you exit out of it, that relationship or that mentorship, it can be very easy to kind of lose that friendship if you don't, mm-hmm. if you're not intentional about it. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, yeah. And I think there's like, there's two sides. There's the hanging out side. Like I play basketball a couple times a week with a bunch of guys and like, that's really important to just kind of let loose and just compete and have fun. But then also part of a, and this is actually our small group, there's, there's three couples that we meet regularly, but then us guys get together and we have our own time throughout the month when we can and, or our own text message or Voxer and, you know, kind of building each other up. So there's the have fun and hang out, but also be intentional. A lot of, I mean, Guys in general aren't always good at being vulnerable and open, but yeah, we need we need that because then you start sharing and you go, oh, yeah, Garrett has the same you know issues with that, or Steve's gone through that before. Like you start to realize you're not you're not by yourself. You you've got other people around you. Yeah. And don't be afraid to stink and tell another guy that you love him, right? Like, and I don't mean like for this to get all sappy and emotional, but <laughs> I'm just like it bothers me, man. And and I remember like the first time. I was, I think I was around my wife's family. This was before we were even married. I had a buddy that called me on the phone and, you know, we ended the conversation. I was like, hey, man, I love you. And he's like, yeah, I love you too, man. And hung up the phone. My brother-in-law looked at me like, what did you just say to that guy? I was like, yeah, I told him I loved him. He's like, I've never, like, it was a shock to him. And I wasn't mad at him about it, but I just realized in that moment, like, man, this is something I think a lot of guys desire. You know, they, they desire that, that deep, meaningful relationship with another dude. And yep. to tell, for us to take time to tell people what they mean to mm-hmm. us, that's not done very often in the culture that we no, live in. So not. if you're listening, if you're watching, friends, what are your goals around it? What do you want to do? Who do you need to honor? How do you want to do that? And mm-hmm. call your call your buddy and tell me you love him. Yeah. yeah. And call somebody today and tell him you love him for crying out loud. <laughs> Steve, I love you. I love you too. All right. I appreciate that. <laughs> what about this? Yeah, well, well, no. JW, we're still working on yeah. that. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't, get a, I didn't get an invite to that uh, friends honoring party. So well, That was before we knew each other. All right, or sure. You would have definitely been honored. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> next one, I guess. Um, how are we doing on time, Steve? Are we doing all right? We're good, man. All right. Well, the next one, um, you know, faith, family, friends, fitness. Um, this is the one that I think, if I had to guess, would be lacking the most uh, in most of the men that I come across. And what I mean by that is I either see it like no attention to their health uh, no attention to any sort of physical activity, no attention to any sort of diet compared to like the extremes of, you know, uh, biceps larger than my head, uh, you know, lifting things up and down constantly. <laughs> yeah, like JW here. <laughs> Those things are bulging out of his some Popeye over here. I just wear smalls. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the trick. But, uh, you know, it's something that, so here's the deal. I want to try to say this as real but as sensitive as I possibly can because I my, my hear my heart like it is not to offend anybody but I don't I'm not sure that we can have influence as men and we can have influence as leaders 
if we've got everything else nailed down. If my faith is strong, man, I am with the Lord and I am walking with the Lord and I've got a great marriage and I've got all these things figured out, but yet I look like a slob, right? And I'm not taking care of myself. Uh, how much influence do we really have? Like, what does that really say about your life? And I know you, you can't judge a book by, you know, its cover, but the bottom line is, man, um, the most successful people that I know and the most successful people that I read about, um, I'll tell you what, there's one common denominator among all those, and they, they work out and they watch what they eat. Like, it's just, it's all there is to it. Right. And so how does this tie into Men of Iron and, and our relationship with God? Well, you know, we can, we can go back through, you know, oh, your body is a temple. Like, that's the one that everyone always goes to. Um, and it's true, but at the end of the day, uh, there's context to that that we need to understand. But there's also just the being a good steward of what God's given you, right? right? I mean, that's what it's about. And God's given us these bodies to live in and, and to uh, be light for him. And the best way that we can do that is to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. And so... Uh, I always have fitness goals every year, um, and they fluctuate. And they go back and forth. I have to modify them, but I don't know. I'm going to quit talking. I just This one fires me up more than the other ones. <laughs> He's fired up. <laughs> yeah. I think especially in a you know faith-based mentorship ministry like ours, I think fitness is something that most guys would probably not even think of. Right. And I think it's, I think it's awesome that we include it in our model, and I think it's important. Like you said, we got to be good stewards of what God gave us. And, I mean, I don't think our – we're not getting rid of our bodies anytime soon, so we might as well. Well, you never know, but you might as well be good stewards of them, right? Yeah, and, and it's it's perspective too. I mean, if we've been called to be a father, husband, worker, whatever it is, even if you're not married and don't have kids, we've got a purpose, and you can't fulfill that purpose if you are breaking down, if you're sick. Like, I mean, there's. It's not just be in shape for the sake of being in shape. It's be in shape because God's called you to do something. He's called you to, to serve people. And you can do that best when you're taking care of yourself. So sleeping right, eating right, working out. And it doesn't have to be crazy. Like you said, you don't, you know, I, it drives me nuts to go to the gym when there's, you know, there's guys that are there for like an hour and a half after a long day of work and like, and they've got a family. Like, what are you doing? Love your family first right. before you like love on yourself for so long. Look in the mirror too yeah. long. But, you know, so you can do small things. It can be simple things like it can be an at-home cardio thing three times a week. Like you can – my kids do some of my at-home workouts with me. Like they, yeah. they think it's hilarious and fun to do. Right. And so you can, you can manage it without it being like your drive in life. Yeah, I think it goes back to that general rule of thumb. Is it's got to be something that stretches you, right? Like if you've never worked out in your life, you've never mm-hmm. done a diet, well then, listen, start simple. But because those simple things are going to stretch you. You know, having an athletic background or whatever, like training and, and doing those things, I figured a couple of years ago I needed something to stretch me. So I put that goal on paper to go do a half Ironman. Well, that, that really stretched me. Right. I was not a swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like to run too much, but, you know, you, you have to do it. And, and so I think having an end goal in mind is something you need to you need to have in order to really thrive in this area of fitness. Right. And like, you know, Justin said, you don't have to go spend an hour at the gym every night right after work and miss that family time. Take your family out on a bike ride and mm-hmm. go on a walk. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be at the gym. Do something together. Ashley, Pearl, and I, we go for we go for a run three days a week mm-hmm. at the Y. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Pearl's just chilling in a cardi and Cheerios, but. <laughs> yeah. But, and you're also going. teaching, you know, we've got, you can look at all the statistics and research of how, like out of shape our country is i mean so like even doing things with your your kids like you're teaching them 
the same lessons that your body is important. It matters what you do. Uh, and let's do that. What does that look like? Right. Stop watching TV and yep. playing video games, get outside, run, ride your bike. Yeah. I, I uh, you know, I'm not going to get into all the details of this, but I, uh, an invitation got revoked from me uh, to go speak at an event one time because I wouldn't sign this contract that they wanted me to sign. And it was basically about, you know, whatever. It doesn't, it, that's not important. But I was like, hey, I'm not going to sign this. Like, I'll come speak at your event, but I'm not, I don't agree with everything on this, on this statement, so I'm not going to sign it. And the guy was like, well, you know, we're going to have to revoke our invitation from you. And I just said, okay. I said, well, here's the deal. You're concerned about this particular area of my life that I don't agree with what your statement says, but there's like, there's nothing on here about the other guys are going to be coming that the one guy's like 350 pounds. And so like, is there something about gluttony on this statement of faith too? And so I think us in the faith, like we've got to remember that, you know, uh, the areas of our lives that maybe we think we've got really buttoned down, like there's always something to improve. Like there's always room for improvement in certain areas. And I think it's the statement of faith, for example, they wanted me to sign off on, you know, it was a thing on alcohol or whatever it was. Like I don't drink. And I just said like, Hey, I occasionally have a glass of wine. Like I'm, you know, I'm not going to do it that weekend that I'm there, but, and, and, uh, the guy's like, Oh, I can't have you speak. That was, that was what it was. Right. And I just remember thinking like, we've got it all wrong. Like, you know, one there, then if you're going to have something like that, then you need to have like, oh, I don't eat more pizza than I probably should at certain points when I have pizza, right? Like, right. so I, I think everything is in, you've got to be able to balance it all, right? And, and you've got to be able to somehow say like, what do I need to do to, to somehow stretch myself in this area and grow in this area? But I think also looking, fitness is probably the one that you can bring in the other Fs into, like you guys mentioned, the family. Uh, you can bring in, you know, uh, friends into that. You can bring in a lot of components into that, even faith. I mean, there's certain faithful fasting that you can do that tie into fitness. So, um, you know, don't dismiss this area of your life because often it's, it's the one that, you know, will end your life the quickest if you don't. Yeah, and if you're, if you're struggling in, a, in that area, I mean, find a friend who can hold you accountable just like reading your Bible daily, yeah. get somebody who's going to go to the gym with you, start mm -hmm. easy, go two, three times a week. Somebody who's going to text you at 5.30 in the morning to make sure you get your butt there. Yeah, I agree. Oh, mentors, push your protege's. Protege's, push your mentors in this area. It's a, it's an important one. Yeah. So anyway, what do you guys got for fitness goals this year, Stevie? My fitness goal, I mean, it's getting to the gym three times a week. And I got two buddies, Ricky and Gerald, who are... We're going together every morning at 6 o'clock in the morning, so holding each other accountable. J-Dub? Nice. Yeah, I'm getting to the gym three times a week. If I'm not at the gym, I'm trying to get some cardio in. for Well, playing basketball twice a week, some good cardio. And we got some at-home workouts that we'll do. I think, like I said, my kids will join in, which is pretty fun. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah mine's pretty simple. We were three days a week at the gym, and then uh, my wife and I are – Doing a, the Hershey Half Marathon in nice. October. So that was a big thing that we combined, that fitness and family mm -hmm. piece of it. So Awesome. Yeah, buddy. All right, last one. Finances. Uh, Self-explanatory. We can end the podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Manage your money well. <laughs> uh, something that uh, I've been introduced to recently, for those of you that maybe you know have to work on the finances piece, um, it's, I, th I think maybe for some, whatever reason, this is one that's really hard to be vulnerable about because especially with a mentor, um, it's cause if, 
I think each of us know deep down inside whether we manage our money really well or not. And if we don't, it, that's hard to like say on cloud and say like I suck at managing my money. Right. Um, but there's really good apps out there to use, and I know um, like Mint.com has been one that's mm -hmm. been been used by a lot of people in the past. I've just been introduced to YouNeedABudget.com, otherwise known as YNAB. Um, but I think it's YouNeedABudget.com. Um, is introduced to me by one of our board members, Jeremy Walter, who is also a financial uh, advising, and he's like, "Hey, check it out. It's not cheap. It's like eighty bucks a year, but they like give you this guarantee that you're going to save that much money within the second month of using it." So, what's the app called? YNAB. If okay. you just look up, you need a budget. That's what it stands for, YNAB. Um, but anyway, I just started using it. It's pretty robust there's a lot you can do with it and nice. you got to kind of learn how to too but there's a lot of like how-to videos but um you know i think again this all goes back to being a steward right mm -hmm. like understanding that uh, Justin, i think you're gonna have probably a lot of good insight on this but like it's not ours right it's it's none of the, the money that we've got is ours god's chosen to give it to us and how we manage that and steward it well is is really um something that he trusts us to do so mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, a, like you said, it's perspective of all this is not ours. It's all gift. And we always tell our kids, everything you have is a gift. It's it's not been earned, and gifts are meant to be shared. And so how do we share that well? How do we steward that stuff well? And so organizing your finances, it's not just about, okay, can I get out of debt? Can I get that boat I've been saving for? Can I give Men of Iron a million-dollar check? Which you should. Which you should. Um, but it's about taking what God has given you and, and use it to the best of of your ability. You know, the, there's tons of there's tons of scripture about 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 how we manage our money, and and I think our money also how we spend our money reflects what we value. Mm. So if you look at even like a, a if you have like no budget going at all, just like look at your your month, look at your statement, and say, okay, where where's my money going? You know that's that's going to show where your priorities are. If you're at the, you know, if you're at Pizza Hut every other day, that might lead into all right. I need some fitness goals as well. You know, what I mean, like <laughs> it, it shows what your priorities and where right. your heart is, and that that's an important thing we need to guard. Yeah, yeah. And if I can speak to the married men, communication with your wife is huge. Um, mm. I, uh, there, I know Christian couples who don't even have the same bank accounts. Mm which I think just creates a whole another world of problems. But get on the same page, get the same bank account, make sure you're talking on a, you know, monthly, weekly basis about where this money's going and and how to save it. Yeah, you know, one of the things I, I think whether it's, you know, the husband or the wife, but you, you always I think every marriage kind of has a tendency that's like somebody's kind of managing that mm -hmm. component of it, which is fine, you know, but I think having that um following Steve's advice there of making sure that you know what's going on, making sure you both have access to the accounts, you know, who can log in and see what's going on at what. I mean, I'm guilty of that because I kind of manage the inflow and outflow of where things are going. And in fact, I'm not even sure if Eden wanted to log into our bank account. She would really even, you know, know where to go or how to do that. But um, it's just kind of something I've taken on. But I really have to work hard. It's not that I'm like trying to keep things from her, but I have to really work hard at like, sitting down and saying, hey, here's where we're at. This is what we need to do. This is where things are going. Um, but, you know, with, with the financial piece, if I could just kind of get on my soapbox here a little bit, um, you know, this isn't just your your budget. This isn't just the money that's coming in and going out. Like, there's so much more in the financial piece of it. It's, it's about your 401k. It's about 
life insurance. You know, I was at a men's conference one time, and and one of the speakers was like, "Man, the most single important thing you can do for your family is yes, follow Jesus, but the second most important thing is to get life insurance." You know, like <laughs> that was his thing, That's and good. he said that, and I really it, it made me stop and think. I'm like, yeah, like yep. it's super important to do the responsible things as the leaders of our homes. You know, the leaders over our families, we need to make sure that we are putting things in place that if something happens to me tomorrow, if I drive away from the office today, I'm hit and killed. Uh, how's my family going to be? Mm-hmm. Are they going to be okay? You know, and so uh, I know everyone has a different situation, a different philosophy on that. But, man, if, if you're out there and you're listening, you're watching, man, get some accounts in place for your kids' college funds. Get some life insurance. Get some disability insurance because mm-hmm. you never know what's going to happen. I can recommend an app also that's free is every the Every Dollar app, Dave Ramsey. It's a great yeah. app to get you started if if you don't know where to get started. Yeah, that is a good app. And single guys start doing it now too because yeah. it's it's like anything you start you, you can't be like oh well if I get married someday I'll start caring about how I organize my money. Like no, you need to do it now. Yep. You can get it in the practice now because so, you're still stewarding that those funds now. Yeah, it's not like it only matters if you have someone else that relies on you. And then teach your kids too. If you are married, teach your kids. It's real simple. We do, um, we do what spend, share, and save. So we give my son, who's eight, we give him a small allowance every month, and he puts those in each box. And he's awesome. learning to to spend some and save things. And bought a huge Lego set. Oh, nice! Really nice. We didn't have to buy. Come live at your house. <laughs> buy a Lego set. Love Legos. Yeah, it's it's important, guys. I mean, if if you are listening and watching, just understand that this this component is like it's not just about managing you, but it's about you know developing the future generation. You know that is going to carry your name. Um, so anyway, just you know, we want to give you guys as many tools as we possibly can, and um, just as many ideas as you possibly can, and and just to bring it to reality. Like, here's what. Uh, I had to work on, you know, this year in regards to my finance goals um, was one of them was the final piece that I felt like I was missing um, was disability insurance. Like I didn't have that in place. And so um, anyway, that was something that was on my on my goal to do, on my goals to do under finances. And my mentor would ask me about it and it's like, hey, I'm in the process. I just went through the testing, you know, getting all that stuff done. And um, so anyway. It's just it can be really really simple things like that and getting a budget in place. Uh, it can be saving up for a vacation. It can be setting up college, you know, five twenty nine accounts for your kids. Whatever it is, like anything that's going to impact uh, the future of your financial abilities is is important. We lost Justin on the video, but he's back. Just he's back, just in time to tell he, us what's up yeah, with Man of Iron. Back. Yeah. All right. So we wrapped up the F's. We did. We're all set. Yeah. All right, so coming up, Garrett is still speaking at the Alive Music Festival. I think it's the third podcast we've plugged this, but uh, we, you, we really want you there. Yeah. In case you haven't heard, July 20th through 22nd, oh, there goes the video again. That's okay. We don't need it. All right. I'll just keep talking. And then Garrett, or Garrett, you want to lip sync? I'll... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the camera that he's on. Yeah, we should probably get that because he is talking. Uh, Sorry, Steve. Steve's gonna get up now. Take the headphones <laughs> off, Steve. This is this is just a complete clown show around here. A complete circus show. There we go. Nope, he's got it. Ha! I'm Steve Glick, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you what's going on. There, you're back on J Dubs. So anyway, Garrett, Garrett's gonna be speaking at the Live Music Festival out in Ohio. 
uh, you can go and check out alive.org and uh, go check them out for three days straight. It's a lot of Garrett. Uh, second thing we want to say, we're having a family gathering on Thursday, August 16th here at Supply. So from 5.30 to 8.30, come out. We're going to do some food, food trucks. We got games for the kids, inflatables, probably some cornhole. It's just a good time to just hang out and enjoy enjoy some fellowship. Yep, Penny, Penny's ice cream is going to be here. So Yeah, if you're in the Lancaster, Pennsylvania area, central Pennsylvania, uh, south central Pennsylvania, come on out for a good evening. Cool. So... Yeah, so thank you guys for listening to part one and part two of the five Fs. Um, I think it was educational, hopefully, for the listeners out there and viewers, and I think it was good for us as well. Um, so you can also check us out on iTunes. Um, just go to the i iTunes app on your iPhone and or the podcast app on your iPhone and search Men of Iron Podcast. You can also find us at menofiron.org backslash podcast. So Get on there, take a listen, leave a five-star review. Yeah, and tell your friends about it, guys. Listen, just listen. And tell us if this sucks. You can say that, too. You can tell us. Yeah, you can. Don't don't tell me that. You can call it a clown show if you want. Tell Steve. Steve (laughs) at menofiron.org. Email him and tell him. Yeah, there you go. Thank you to our sponsor, Walk in Love, for part one and part two of this podcast. That's it. All right. Should I end it? You should. Blessings and honor and glory and power forever. I will praise him.